The following video contains explicit language that may be offensive to some viewers and or be inappropriate for small children, barnyard animals, or the entire state of Iowa. Viewer discretion is advised. I usually do the finger thing. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Blather Show. I'm Murphy. That's Decaf. Let's go. <laughs> Apparently, Decaf's got shit to do. Nah, that's what I just got to watch my teams lose again today. That's all, man. <laughs> you know, uh, you, you ever uh, have that um, that feeling where it's like you just know your team's going to lose? Every <laughs> you just fall. <laughs> It's just like I was watching, like the Lakers is like, okay, they're up three to two, you know, three to one. They can close out. That's they gonna close out. <laughs> they're gonna fucking lose. They're gonna lose by 20. <laughs> you know, like the Knights could go up three to two or three to one. I said, no, they're not. They're gonna get their ass kicked tonight. You know, this year, the both, both, both things happen on Wednesday, right? It's like, watch you. It's like you watch one TV because uh, two TVs going, right? Mm-hmm. And both TVs are. Watch your team just fucking lose. It was just like, <laughs> am I wasting my time? But then you dedicate it, so you just have to keep watching them lose. You know, that, that's all you can so, do. You can't, you can't do anything other than just let it happen. <laughs> yeah, oh. no. So what's going on, man? Nah, man, just uh, doing the thing. Well, yeah, better. Well, very long week. You yeah, thank better. you. Yeah, I feel better. <laughs> still got a little cough. Um, very long week. Very long week. Very busy week. Had a lot going on. Um, and it ain't slowing down. So yeah, that's what happens. How about you? How's your week, man? Well, it's been pretty good, man. Yeah, been all right. Doing what you gotta do. Yeah. Well, let's do the presentation of the drinks then. Decaf, what are you drinking tonight? Oh no, I haven't drinking anything because DWG just stole my drink. <laughs> I'm drinking. Joy, you know I drink it, man. But what are you mixing with it? That's that's it. Well, look, you're always drinking gin because you like being angry junk. You're drinking gin and what? Gin and gin? I think it's root beer and orange soda. Maybe oh it's a suicide. God. Remember suicides? Yeah, I think I'm having gin at the bottle. It's a suicide. There you go, man. I would say that you're having a midlife crisis, but your girlfriend is, you know, barely out of high school. So you're having like a late teenage high crisis. Well, I'm having a James Zell, as we've begun calling in the house. And that's uh, gin and uh, whatever seltzer you can get your hand on. <laughs> oh, we got the polar shit. I, man, I, you know what? I, I'd be, I, I turned my back up polar. I bet yeah, it's on sale. It. It's on, it was on sale. It's on, yeah, because that shit, man, when they went to eight, it's like. Three for it was like I used to get three for eleven for a twelve pack, and then it went from an eight pack to three to like twelve or yeah. some shit like that. And I was just like, and I was like, you guys turn your back on me, you stab me in the back, polar. After all the love I gave you, but I may go back to. I think I'm gonna crawl back. I'm gonna ask for polar forgiveness. I'd be like, look, I need your, I need your cranberry bubbles back in my body, baby. I'm look, sorry. I said some things, you said some things. <laughs> You try to charge me more. I didn't want to put out, but you know, <laughs> I understand the economy is what it is right now. So I guess I just gotta put out more for you, baby. You know, I think that's how it's gonna go. Yeah, I've got the cranberry lime today. Cranberry lime polar. 
So, mm. ah, that's just good. I love the cranberry lime. What's my favorite too? How you know, you ch- my my favorite. You me, my lime. favorite. My favorite of the seltzers is still the, uh, and I have the empty cans here because I haven't cleaned my desk off. Is Lacroix uh, Lemoncello because it's delicious. Lacroix is okay, man. I don't know. Uh, me, I, I used to like Lacroix. We had a falling out too, you know. I it think I started like, dating too much of the polar, and the Lacroix got all pissed off about it. And, yeah. DWG says, "Did you cheat on Polar? Did you knock them up? Is there something she needs to tell us?" <laughs> oh, now that was for the that was for the Jerry Springer episode. <laughs> Maury but says, "You, know you are what? not you the know, father." I must say though, for doing a Jerry Springer breakdown, man, you really did a great job of telling the tape, man. You really broke that episode down. You used to have a deep aspects about it. Remember when he said the racial line about your bears black people? I'm like, man, that is very intellectual. Dude, that was that was <laughs> the worst line. That's that's like like of all the insults on that show. That was yeah, that's uh episode fifty, by the way, folks. True line. Oh, wait, no, that's it. that'll be episode 51. So I haven't put that one up yet. So I'm a week behind. I'm a week behind. So okay. so the um, episode 50, I'll Swallow Your Soul, was just put up. <laughs> so uh, episode 51 will be Jerry Springer. <clears throat> I'll have to come up with a, with a nifty name for that one. But tonight's episode <laughs> decided at the very last second. Decaf, what do you got for us? Well, I'm going to talk about, I said 30, I know, I, I, I think I got my notes on my phone, mm-hmm. actually. But now I'm going to talk about the Pepcon explosion that happened uh, May 4th, 1988. Yep. And the tale of the tape is that, so Nevada, well, Vegas at that time mm-hmm. was, when you get out that far, I figured out where it was. It, it would be today is the, they said it would be off the 215 and 95 exchange in Henderson. Yep. That That's where it would be today. But, you know, back in 1988, of course, nothing was really built out that much, and the city was much smaller and everything like that. And so in the morning, that, that morning on May 4th, 1988, an explosion happened. And then, and, and the explosion, they said that in, the magnitude was a 3 or a 3.5. It was like several explosions, right? But I was, at, of course, at that time, I was like 10, 11. I was yeah, like, elementary school. On, yeah, elementary school. I was in the fifth grade. Yep. And I was going to Sarah Winger, you know. And when it happened, as a kid, you know, it's like I, I I didn't know how to take it. But you know, as you get older, you see that it was seventy five, which was amazing to me. Mm-hmm. That seventy five people escaped that explosion, <laughs> and only two people passed, and it wiped out <clears throat> the Kim Marshmallow factory. Oof. And and but the 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 feel of it is, you know, when you see, you can imagine. If you were in Japan in Nagasaki, or, or and you had a bomb, the atom bomb dropped on you, can you imagine the effect that must be? Because mm-hmm. this was, they said it was like a small nuclear missile going off, and look the effect that it had on the yeah. city, the devastation and the the fear put in. The it first nothing compared to get an atom bomb dropped on you, man. So the yield of the first explosion was somewhere between 17 and 41 um, kilograms of TNT, like 90 <laughs> pounds of dynamite going off at once. Oh. Yeah. And, yeah, I was at recess when it happened. I've had recess too, man. 
And when it happened, so the weird thing for me is that I was at recess and I was like, oh, something weird happened. And this was when we were living way over on the other side of town. So we were. <laughs> the explosion went off and it wasn't me this time setting it off. What well, is going on? <laughs> we were we were off of, so I was going to school way out there off of Cheyenne and um, uh, right by the 95. Like I was, I was, we were living out there, oh, but we had, hell. but we had just literally just bought a house down on the east side off of uh, Trop and Mountain Vista. So my dad picked me and my sister up from school and we literally drove over to our new house, which was 10 miles from where this went off. We got to the house, the entire front of the house, all of the windows had been blown out. Like they were all gone. Like all of the windows in the front of the house were gone because it was facing that way. The back side of the house was fine. <laughs> but like... Down the street, there were cars that had had their windows blown out. There were other houses that had windows blown out. It was crazy, like, that day going to our new house and seeing just, like, devastation up and, and down the street. And, that, and that's, like, is it 10 miles away from the explosion, or? Um, a, well, let's, let, uh, let me Google it. Let me stall while I get the actual distance. I'll tell you where I live. Yeah. I was all the way off of uh, Monroe and D Street. Uh-huh. And... And the windows rattled, but they didn't break. But by uh, but there was other houses that was close that that like cracked or whatever. Yeah. And and that's the whole thing. It's like I, I don't know. Maybe it was all the the wooden boards that my mom put up to close in the windows so people can't break in. Hmm. Maybe that helped solidify the windows from from uh, from cracking. But and we're talking that's a good twenty like twenty miles, I think twenty twenty five from yeah. uh, Henderson to. Um, over on the west side of town, and the, the windows and stuff rattle there, you know, and um, and then you know, I've been recovering home, and my mom did not want us to go outside because of the big black cloud. Yeah, right? and no one knew, you know, one knew the, the the hunting. Remember the big old hunting black cr- the cloud yeah, big around old there, creepy cloud. Like, yeah, it's, it's gonna kill you. It's gonna die. You gonna. It's looking like a. I can't that figure out how far I was, but it was it was less than ten yeah. miles. Less than ten yeah. miles. That thing of the cloud. Remember the what of the Mario that keeps flying over you, dropping the porcupines and shit. Mm-hmm. That's what the that's what the cloud. That's the fear that I had of the of the cloud, like flying over, like so start dropping those little porcupines on you and shit to try to kill you. It was uh, it was a dark, gloomy day. It man, was very but... dark. Yeah, it was so weird too because it's like you're like feeling that explosion like even way out where i was just like you feel it. you're like oh that was what is that that was and yeah. then and i was too young to really know what had happened you know we find out like oh yeah there was a big explosion you're like oh my gosh and then the marshmallow factory's gone and then you're as a child you're like oh my god <laughs> but it was before it was early enough it, there was no kids it was before it, it actually opened right yeah yeah so okay Ooh, man That's well it happened good. about uh okay so okay so before we get too deep into this, you know what caused yeah. all of it, right? You have all of that information. The modium, what is it? Jet fuel. It was rocket yeah. fuel. Yeah, rocket fuel. I'm afraid they actually had a name for it. I had a name. Yeah, they were it's having called... to store rocket fuel on yeah, on the um, premises. I can't even say that word. Ammonium percolate. Percolate? Percolate, or whatever. percolate? Yeah, yeah. Percolate, percolate, yeah. Rocket fuel. It yeah. was rocket fuel because after Challenger, like – 
there were no rockets. Rockets weren't going up. And the government told all these chemical companies, hey, you hold on to this shit. We don't have anywhere to store it. It's your job. Until we take it from you, it's yours. And they had to hold it. So you've got these companies that are literally making millions of gallons of this stuff because as in any true American enterprise, to go, you know, 20 feet in the air takes more more gas than you could possibly deal with. And (coughs) one of those barrels, um, I guess, caught fire. And there were, and it wasn't just one explosion. There were multiple explosions. Yeah, I think there were seven. I think they said it was seven total or several. I mean, I don't, I don't know if anyone ever really know knew how many it was because mm. it's it's just uh because the big one you see did, did it did the video capture the first video captured it or just, the the, the, oh, so, so the the one that gave out the wave yeah like the, the pressure wave. wave yeah all right so okay so it caught fire and people were filming it on fire. But I don't think people expected the explosion with the with the wave to come yeah. out, man. And and that is something with that wave. You know, you think of it like, um, you know, you try to think about it in the sense of reality, especially when we were so close to it. I mean, honestly, can you imagine if it was like two or three times the amount? We probably wouldn't fucking be here right now. Yeah, well, you know I mean, it would have <laughs> about it that way, right? That we could have been just well. Really, what would we have lost though? We'd have lost Hender Tucky. And we'd have lost Ben Stepman Hyundai in Henderson, of course. We'd have lost. <laughs> we'd have lost Ben Stepman. Um, we'd have lost. So out there, there was quite a bit of um, you know chemical processing, and um, there was a titanium plant out there too. I don't think anybody knows about that. Nevada's really big was at the time anyway, really big into titanium processing. And there was a lot of like. Um, you know, mechanic places and a lot of industrial stuff, but not really like industrial parks, but like. Man, if that had gone up and we'd have lost, we'd have lost, I mean, you're looking at, what, Green Valley? You're looking at a lot of Henderson? <laughs> Today? Oh, yeah. Oh. Man, we would have wiped out. The casualties would be at least in the millions. hundreds or in the thousands, I think, you know, for, you know, depending. But it also depends on how wide it is and what it yeah. does if people was protecting the house or whatever enough. But I'm sure glass would be shattered. Cars would be, oh, yeah, it would be ugly. It'll be so ugly, but um, so so uh, so as a kid like yourself, when uh, how was it with with you? Were you was it so fast that you didn't have a chance to even be terrified? Or I mean, I don't know if I I try to remember. I try to get back into my eleven year old <laughs> self or ten year old self to see was it just confusion? Was it just because I think only thing I remember is going outside like. You know, I don't really remember like processing. All I mean, I, who really truly process that they think it's a nuclear explosion so, going on. So here's the thing, though: you got to remember, my dad's a Vietnam vet, so you know, explosions were kind of like, you know, his thing. I guess is I hate to say it that way. My dad was a left-handed gunner in Vietnam, so you know, coming back from Vietnam was was no joke for him, and it was no joke for any of those guys. So when that happened, I know it it rocked a lot of those guys. I mean, it they had flashbacks my dad was my dad was he channeled it because again we had just bought this house we show up to the house and all the windows are smashed out and my dad channeled it into that and all i remember is it just being cool that we had wood in front of our our windows and then a couple of days later the windows were there and we moved in and everything was great it did push back when we could move into the house my dad didn't want to move into the house until the windows were fixed um and that was the biggest that was the biggest thing on me is that you know it, it it we we couldn't move in until that was done and uh, it was just. 
Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Which was which was shocking to me. It's like, well, the you know, uh, I'll, I'll mention the people past. It was a uh, the Roy Westerfield. He was the controller, mm-hmm. and Bruce Haker, who was the plant manager. It was near in the park lot when it went off. So seventy five people escaped. Yeah. So I'm trying to I'm trying to remember how did it break down? Was it that the fire? led to an evacuation the fire led to the evacuation and they were starting to evacuate before the explosion happened and that probably saved a lot of people's lives like that in itself probably saved a ton of lives so was the person so was the person that lost their life was he the one that was like pushing the people I, out honestly the i don't know of- we'd have to do okay. a lot of research and be prepared for an episode to have that info <laughs> <laughs> i think i think the interesting thing about the about the event is how it affected the city because the city hadn't really gone through an industrial accident like that since the Bally's fire I think was the last yeah. time the city had that kind of a response and for those of you who don't know the Bally's fire killed oh god uh well, how many people that was that like a hundred it killed it killed a bunch of people because they did not install the right fire safety equipment in the casino in the hotel when the hotel caught fire there weren't the right uh there weren't wasn't the right fire safety there weren't the right exits and so that changed how how clark county responded to accidents and you know when pebcon when pebcon went up the fire chief i mean he mobilized a huge response and it wasn't just like you had city of henderson you had henderson fire department you had henderson police department you had vegas metro you had the you had the um Goddamn, um, um, National Guard showed up. So it was like, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you had them respond and you had them respond. I mean, they, they evacuated everybody in like a five mile radius from this plant because they weren't sure if it was going to, another explosion was going to go off. It, it, I know, it, I know, well, they're saying that in 91, it, 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 it triggered the, the chemical. Oh, the oh, Chemical Catastrophe Prevention Act of 1991 yeah. as a result of the explosion. And uh, Pepcom moved to Cedar City. But does Pepcom have anything to do with the Yucca Mountain? Remember the big controversy? No, no, that was, that was, they hadn't oh, even gotten so contractors that for that yet. Yeah. Okay. So, so it had, it was nothing later on because no. I, know, but I, mean, I, I think that was, I mean, did it pump the fear? Did it put the fear of having, because I, I don't was, think because, because there was nuclear testing here since the fifties. The there Nevada. was nuclear testing, but that's and bringing in a until but that's happened. that's bringing in a small amount of nuclear fissionable material and setting it off. There's a whole difference between that and storing the nation's nuclear waste in a single facility out in the middle of the desert. I know that Pepcon <laughs> was brought up in the just a, just just a little, little bit, bit of a little bit of an issue. <laughs> uh, I know that there, Pepcon was brought up several times in the debate over you know what to do about it. For those of you who don't know, Yucca Mountain was supposed to be they were going to take a mountain in in out in the middle of nowhere in nevada they were going to hollow it out and they were going to stuff it full of nuclear waste and nothing bad would happen and um (laughs) (laughs) there's nothing there's nothing in american's history that say that anything stored of nuclear waste kind will ever go off in the country you know storing 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 hazardous material in the united states has never gone bad ever <laughs> in the history of the world that's never been an issue but i that was brought up i mean i mean pepcon was an accident but it also could be a blueprint you know for someone who wanted to do harm it didn't take much it took one really small fire really and you vaporized 
two industrial plants. I mean, <laughs> and that 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 the Kerr-McGee plant was when you say it was vaporized, it was vaporized. vaporized. It was like nothing left. There was yeah. It's like remember the remember the movie the the Rock. With I mean, it Cage, was a Shot smoking crater. crater. Remember they were look they were looking for Sean Connery and Nicholas Cage after the movie it was like vaporized, sir. It's like where is he at? Vaporized. vaporized. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> 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 he really. I mean, the, it was really vaporized. Yeah. So so in the the in the news cycle today, this was asking mm-hmm. DWG. How would you think the explosion would have been seen in a news cycle today? Because you know, back in '88, you weren't—you know—you didn't have all your MSNBC, CNN, Fox News. It's all turned out. It's like you had local news, right? Yeah, local news. Well, CNN was about, around. CNN was around. Uh, CBS, well, CNN was around, but I mean, did they actually talk about it? It, it did make several. It made um, national newscasts. It did from from the big stuff, but it was mainly a. It was mainly a. Um, um, a regional issue, but if you want to know how it'd be covered today, just look at how the train derailment and explosions in Ohio and Pennsylvania were covered. I mean, it was covered extensively, and not just covered at the event, but the after effects have been covered as well, and and a lot more in depth information is out there, especially about the chemicals that were that were burning. Now it's a little bit different between burning and a vaporized industrial plant, but we have seen that happen. That's not that. That's not like that's the last time ever. There was a plastics plant that went up recently that had a massive explosion, and there's there's been industrial accidents all over the world since then. And I think the difference now is that we have new live photo, and it's in much higher condition. And the, because of the way that the news cycle work, works, there is a lot more discussion about the cause and the after effects. But as soon as the as soon as the news finds something else to move on to, it just fucking moves right on, man. It doesn't give a shit. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Will Pepco, will Pepco have lost a day in the news, two days, or is that asking too much? It would have lasted, like- <laughs> would have lasted two or three days. But you got to remember, in Nevada, all news is controlled through the Visitor's Authority. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what news organization you are. If the if the convention and visitors authority doesn't want something to be covered in the news, it's not covered in the news. Do you know in the height of the really, two, you, you, dude, they tell you what you can't cover. It happens all the time. In the two in the middle of the two thousand eight housing crisis, people are committing suicide two and three people a week. It was not oh, covered in the news. Oh, oh, I remember it was bad. It was yeah. real bad. I'm- yeah, and it's not people. covered. If the visitor if visitor authority doesn't want something covered in the news, it's not covered. It it may get a blip, but that's it. You're not going to get look. But you're not going to get a local news different station. Different. You're not going to get a local news station covering in depth coverage over oh I don't know say the union busting tactics done tactics done by the casinos to our friends at the uh, what was that before it was um, God. They tore it down now, but remember that yeah. big union protest? Well, that most of that came from union busting that was not covered in the local news at all. So you say that? So you say for local news, local news is is shut down. But like like CNN or, or the the big guys is to come in, they can do whatever they no, want. No, they, they can't. Don't have no. So you okay? So this is how a lot of oh, hold on okay. a sec. Hold okay. on a sec. Right, this is how this is how a lot of news works. Inside of major cities like L.A., Boston, New York, D.C., all of these major news organizations have a bureau. Inside of smaller cities like Las Vegas or Portland or Albuquerque, New Mexico, they don't. So what happens is they will reach out to local stations and say, hey, we need a live reporter. 
can one of your reporters do a live report for us? Or they'll contact a freelancer, or if it's a big enough story, they'll send one of their people there. But there still are local producers so, and local people on site. So if you've got to, hold on a sec. So like okay. Uvalde, New Mexico, or Uvalde, Texas is a great example of this. CNN, MSNBC, Fox could not get real news out of there because the city controlled all of the local news organizations. The local news organizations were told, do not cooperate with the larger news organizations or else we will revoke your credentials. We won't talk to you. And it got so bad that a producer for, I think it was MSNBC, had one of his stringers follow a cop just to find out where the fuck they were holding this meeting at. The stringer and the producer both got fired because of it, because the Uvalde Police Department threatened to not the government and the police department threatened not to talk to that company at all. So in smaller towns, and I hate to tell you, Vegas is one of them, even though it's a big city, the the local government and especially in Vegas, it is the visitors authority control the flow of news in that city. OK, so so to take like October 1st, how how. How can you really shut down CNN and those places from that? Or did they ask for the coverage and the Visitors Authority allowed it kind of thing? Oh, the Visitors Authority allowed it because it wasn't something that the Visitors Authority could be held responsible for. But let me give you an example of something else. So um, the when Trump was running for president the first time and was holding a rally at his hotel there in Vegas, which is off the strip on the backside, Reporters were not allowed on to the to the street that runs between the Trump Hotel and the Fashion Show Mall because technically that street is owned by the Trump Hotel. The the um, reporters were out there and photogs were out there just getting video of the protesters. The reporters were arrested for trespassing. I know one of them that was. Wow. Yeah. So the, 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 does it get blamed they didn't, on them? They didn't, they didn't arrest the protesters. They didn't arrest the protesters. They didn't arrest the counter-protesters. They arrested the uh, the reporter and the photog who were there literally just covering it. I know the guy. Man, okay. I didn't know. I didn't know there was. I thought a news story broke out. You anyone can come if it's, in. If it's a, I thought it was freedom, freedom of press. If he was there is freedom of press, in. but certain news stories will get suppressed. Certain news stories get suppressed. It, it's just. It's just how it's. It's literally how the press works. It depends upon the story. Like October first, that shooting. You're not going to be able to not cover. Like that's. No one's held responsible. It's fine. Coverage. Let me ask you something. You live in Vegas, right? How much coverage has there been over the Tropicana being sold to be demolished, to be turned into a uh, a stadium for the A's when they move there? How much coverage has been on that? Not very much. Not very much. Let me ask you this. How much you of that has been coverage? The 300... You only hear the overtime. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah you, you hear that. Really... How much has been covered in the three hundred and ninety-six million dollars that they're asking for in public funds to build that stadium? That has been covered. Hmm. But really, but not the number. Not the number. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the, mostly every time I see it about that is, and you see that, um, that that. that BDDWG was seen the other day when they were asking for money. They weren't they, the politicians were coming out and they were not saying that it's going to affect what was it? It's not going to affect 
the local taxes of the people who live in the city, right? It's not going to affect your, it's not going to take for the taxes you already have. They're going to take from a different kind of stream mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like the, the circle talk, like taxes are taxes, right? It's going to come, it's going to come. It's got to come from somewhere. And yeah. They're that they, they, you know, they want, they want the, um, uh, the taxpayers in the city to cover it, but they're not asking the tax city people. Oh, they're to not going to cover it. It makes, it makes no damn sense. Oh, there. Like, so the taxes, the tax support won't come from anything. The city, the if you live in Vegas, if you live in Nevada, not a probably not much of what you pay for will go to pay for that. But instead, what will happen is money that would have gone to pay for education or schools or um, hiring more cops or improving the library district, things like that. Money that would have gone to that instead is now going to be diverted and put into a baseball stadium. Just like it was diverted to put into a football stadium. Just like it was diverted to put into a hockey stadium. And I haven't even looked yet, but I guarantee you if I look it up, that new Madison Square Garden sphere that's being built has got some public funds with it as well. What I love is the our new governor, Lombardo, is like the lady, the lady is on TV, and she said, well, when I voted for Lombardo, he promised that he wasn't going to bring the stadium here, that the taxpayers' money is going to stay with the taxpayers. I was like, come on, lady. I said, you, you know, any governor, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican in Vegas, man. If it comes to a revenue stream coming in, a pro, a pro teams coming in, Everyone's walking the walk, right? No matter if you're Democrat or Republican, yep. you both have the side of it. You know, for Democrats, it's like, oh, it's going to bring more jobs. It's going to increase this. You know, Republicans, it's going to make more money. It's going to bring more revenue. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody saying, oh, you know what? This is a terrible idea. We shouldn't do this for the city. <laughs> but you know what? But the coverage of it is so low. It's, it's, it's like the football stadium. You know, you, you hear it overall. But as far as like like get it actually down to the details to see what they're gonna take or or what it's going to take, mm. you you don't know. I mean, not unless you go to the like actual hearings. If you go to like the board meetings or you know stuff like well, that, they it's, know, it's, they know people's not gonna do it. And people's not gonna watch Channel Four. Well, they it's know people's not gonna do it. You know what it is? It's Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You know, you're gonna one day that bulldozer's gonna be in front of your house, and, and they're gonna say, "What? The plans were on file. Why didn't you come and look for them?" And I eventually did find them in a disused lavatory in the corner of a sub basement, locked in a drawer with a sign saying, "Beware the leopard." That's what. It, and in in Vegas, they go out of their way to make sure they hide those kind of details. <laughs> Yeah, no, man. It's like you, you can't. I don't care who you are as governor in this city. You're not going to tell casinos no. You're not going to tell big lobbyists no. You're not going to tell people who want to build a stadium here no. Harry Reid didn't even tell the is. casinos no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the guy was as left as it gets, but he knew how to run that state, and that was make the casinos happy because the casinos made the mob go away. Yeah. <laughs> So 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 with so with that then in like a city as big as like DC mm-hmm. or LA, uh, is news still preventing from uh, authority or are those cities pretty much just it's harder. No it's control? a lot harder. Okay, it's a lot now. The now there are things like transparency laws and daylight laws that, that these you know city councils things like that have to have to 
work within, but also there are ways to hide it. There are ways that certain things happen. Oh yeah, we're going to have a public hearing on this on a Tuesday at three o'clock in the afternoon where no one can really see it unless you're taking time out to go and do it. They did that in Seattle too. It's like, we'll have a public hearing about this. Yeah. And the only people that are are hippies and unemployed people and the elderly who have no jobs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, everyone, everyone that doesn't pay taxes though doesn't yeah. even. <laughs> like I shit on, I shit on Metro all the time for that because Metro they they run the the subway and the bus system here. They're like, look, we're gonna have a public hearing about this new about our new fare structure. I'm like, yeah, when are you having that public hearing? One o'clock on a Wednesday when the people who need that system to go to work are all in. I can't take a day off to come and yell at you about something that you're just gonna do no matter what. I yeah yeah. <laughs> all right man look i know you got stuff to do so i tell you what why don't we wrap this one i think this is a good one a short episode <laughs> yeah that was a short episode but yeah no nah, this is all good man i know pepcon was a stress we stretched out but hey you know what actually it came out to be pretty informal because i i had no idea that the business authority had that much power over what gets reported for city oh, that's yeah. new to me well in vegas yeah. special in specifically vegas. in vegas yeah I, it it's I can't tell you when I was working at the station in Vegas how many times it was like, "Hey, this is cool." Like, yeah, we're not we're not going to cover that. We're not we're not going to cover that. No. Why? We're we're not we're not. And now and now many of the people I worked with worked for the Visitors Authority. Now I know why. All right, folks. Well, look, thank you for wasting a yet a, another perfectly good. Well, this is only thirty three minutes with us, but we appreciate it anyway. Remember, you can find us here live every Friday, most Fridays at nine thirty p.m. in the east, six thirty p.m. in the west, and you can catch us at twitch.tv forward slash blather show to watch the show live. And in the next couple of weeks, you're going to want to do that because we're going to have a really fun episode that will require you to watch because the podcast will be like, I don't understand. All I'm hearing is shit, but I don't know what they're talking about. I gotta see this. I gotta see it. <laughs> so you can catch us wherever you get your podcast because remember if we're not live it's an archive that's right wherever you get your podcast whether it be on the uh, spotify the googlies the applies wherever you name it i don't know pretty soon i think we're gonna put it up on a russian satellite i think that's what's next <laughs> you know what if, if so if there's a rest if, if- That'd be cool. What well, well, if we actually get replies back from Russia talking about the show? Oh, Decat the Muffin! Decat Muffin! All of a sudden, Russians became Middle Eastern with that accent. Putin's going to give us a call be like, can I do an interview on your show? Would you pass up Putin? If Putin wants to do an interview, come on. If Putin on, wants right? to do an interview, I think I got to let him do it only because I don't want to be mysteriously poisoned or fall out of an open window. <laughs> Murphy was standing near an open window, and apparently he's dead. All right, folks, thanks a lot. Have a great week. <laughs> the first floor, he got two bullet holes in the back of his head. Ah! <laughs> he must have fallen out the window and landed on those bullets. They were in his yard. That must have been what happened. Have a great night, folks. Right. We'll see you next week. All right, see you next week.